Rosai, we are in Daftes Amad Aleph, the very top of the page, top of the Mishnah. We don't have to worry uh, that, that a weasel is going to carry our chametz from one room to the other. In other words, when I check one room in the house, I don't have to say, oh my goodness, then, then maybe after I check that, the weasel will carry from a room I didn't check to the, to the room that I did check. And the only way to check a house would be to check all the, all the, all the entire house in one, in one second. All, everything we have to be checked at one time. We muck on the muck on. I have to be afraid that he carries from house to house, or from, or from, you know, or from place to place. The imkain, if that's true, then if you're going to worry about that, then there's no end. You're going to have to worry about carrying from the houses in one courtyard to house another courtyard, from city to city. You know, you'd have to check the whole world at once. It's impossible. There's no end, and we don't have to worry about about that eventuality. So the Gemara says, "Time the But you see that we're only the only reason the Mishnah allowed us to say once we checked we're okay is that so long as we didn't see a weasel take the chametz into the place that was checked. But if we did see that the weasel took it back, took chametz into a house that was checked, then we're going to have to worry about it. We're going to have to check. Okay, well, by you're going to have to make another. You have to make another checking. By mine, why is that true? Why is the implication that once we see a weasel carry chametz into a place that was checked, we'd have to check? By my, why? Why don't we say that he ate it? Why don't we automatically have an assumption that the weasel ate up the chametz and went off to check for it? Milo Tanan, didn't we learn? We have a similar case. We know that we know that the uh, the corp, corpse makes a person tummy, and uh, so we're afraid that if we if we rent a house from the idol worshippers, they would be it would be known for them to bury their stillborn child in the house. And so, if they, once the fetus has passed forty days, it can transmit tumor. So we have maybe we have to check the house that there's no uh, no source of tumor there. So we learn medoros hanochem these dwelling places of these non-Jewish people to maim they're they're automatically tummy. How long does the non-Jew have to live there that we consider automatically unclean? Or we're afraid that they left a corpse there. They they put they put a corpse there. I brought him young forty days. Why? Because before forty days. The fetus is not is not going to transfer tumor, but once it's forty days developed, so there's lots of live there for forty days. Even if he's not married, it doesn't matter because he's still worried that he uh, has relations in such a way that they could leave a, a stillborn child there. But every place where where a chold, where a weasel or a pig goes, ain't so they don't have to check the house. The assumption is what because because. Uh, uh, we're sure that even if there was a, even if there was a, a, a stillborn buried there, they would have eaten it. So you see that we that we don't worry about it. So so same thing over here. Why are you worried that if you see the weasel take the chametz into the house, even if you saw it do it, still what you can assume that he ate it? Why should why should we have to check again? So now we have to resolve this apparent contradiction between the two sources. So Rabzeir says it's not a difficulty we can't resolve. When is it that we can, when we were sure that a weasel eats everything up when it comes to the meat, the flesh? Uh, there, the weasel eats everything. But here we're talking about chametz, which is bread. Okay, it, it, it's different. Amish is speaking about bread. But Basa la Mashaya went over there. When we learned about the about the about the about the fact that we could assume that they ate up the fetus. That's because or they ate up the stillborn because it, it, it's meat and it, it'll eat them. Won't leave anything over. by bread, the weasel eat even if it eats it, but it could at least something over. So I still have to check for the leftover chametz that the weasel didn't eat. 
says, come on, he says, what kind of comparison is this? This is Bishlam Ha'asim, you don't have to, I can solve the problem easily. Bishlam Ha'asim, over there it makes sense. Over there we don't even know if there's a stillborn corpse there. Here, maybe I could say there was, and I could say there isn't. If there is, then I'll say, okay, we'll say the weasel later. In other words, I'm never sure there was a corpse there to start with. If they, on the side, maybe there was a corpse there, so maybe the weasel ate it. That's good enough. Here, we saw for sure the weasel took comments into the into the check place. Now it's a, it's a it's a doubt against a, against the certainty. I'm sure that the weasel took the comments in, and I'm in doubt whether they ate it. You can't solve a certain problem with a possible solution, with a doubtful solution. So that's the difference. He says it's easy. Over there, over there, it's Suffolk and Suffolk. You're right, over there, here. Maybe there's a course, maybe there's not. And even if there is, maybe the weasel ate it's good enough. Okay, but over here, for sure there's chametz. You can't say maybe the weasel ate it's not good. You can't, you can't with maybe, you can't solve uh, for sure that there's chametz in there. I, ain't Suffolk, but is that really true that you can't use a doubtful solution to, to solve a for sure problem? I'll bring you a proof that we can. But how Tanya didn't we learn? This is we we referred this several times. Chaber she makes me niach magura malaya paris. A person we call a chaber, a trustworthy person we know is careful with the mitzvahs, etc. He's going to take. He's going to. He's going to do all this ties. And he left. He died and left a. He left a grain store full of full of produce. Okay. Okay. And even if it's clear that they became eligible, they became liable to being tied on that very day. That's when the pile was smoothed out, etc. Was all done. Was piled up and smoothed out. They are in their status quo that they have been fixed. They have been tied. We can assume that he's done it. Over there for sure. In that case, here in that case, it's for sure that those that those pro, that produce is untied. Okay, we know for sure because the norm is that first they were untied, then we, and, we, and he finished them up. But Suffolk Musar, and it's only a doubt whether they whether he tied them. But Suffolk Musar, he didn't tie them before he died. And you're taking this doubt, even though it's very strong possibility, but it's still only a possibility. This is taking up okay, very strong, but still taking a possibility, a doubt that maybe he took, maybe he maybe he took the ties. We're assuming that he took the ties. So you see that we do use a maybe, a doubt to take away a for a certain problem. The says no. Hasam Bade Bade over there it's for sure and for sure. The Bade Ma'asri, okay, because we know that what that, that people we call a Chabra, a person of he for sure took Maiser, because the Rechina Chazor taught us, because he said, it's an assumption. When it comes to a person that we call a Chaber, he doesn't let anything out of his hand. He's not going to let anything out of his hand that's not fixed. No, he's not going to let the, let the grain reach his point where it's obligated and leave it. The second here, he, 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 it was it was it was uh, piled up, etc., etc. Brought to the house, whatever you can do, good. He he's he's taken nicer. You can assume he's not gonna he's not gonna turn his back on the thing unless it's fixed, and therefore you can assume it. So it's not it's not a for sure and a maybe. It's a for sure and a for sure, and therefore therefore that's why we're allowed to make the assumption. That's one answer. Be by same an alternative answer. I can say it like this: Suffiku, Suffiku. He says, okay. He says, but I'll tell you over there, it's really not, it's not a for sure and a for sure. I can tell you they're both doubtful. Okay, I'll admit to you that even the idea that the chaber, that the trustworthy person does it, is a doubt, but also whether these, this produce needs, needs to be tied is also a doubt, right? Safika, Safika, I said that case was both a doubt and a doubt. Dealing with Kar Imer Delotvili, okay, over there, okay, because it's quite possible that uh, uh, they, they never became something which is tevel, something that required tithes, right? Because the Biosha, like Biosha taught us, that Jews had a way of 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 bringing food in, make, bringing food into a grain store, even in the house, and not being obligated to tithe it. 
it would be I would only only uh, what is that? No, if you, let's say you, let's say you bring in something before it's finished, it's not completed, it's not completely processed. It hasn't been the, the, the shells haven't taken off. What are you going to say? It's not it's not processed yet. You bring it in bemotes with its uh, with its chaff. So therefore, you bring it in non-processed, and even though from the rabbis you're not allowed to use it on a regular basis, you can certainly feed it to your animals. Uh, so and it doesn't and it does, and from the Torah it doesn't need to be tied at all because it wasn't finished. So therefore, what we like Rabbi Yosha Torah, Rabbi Yosha Mariam Adamal to us, a person can do a trick with his produce. He brings it into the house with its chaff, so it wasn't pro, it wasn't finished. So really, what from the Torah it doesn't need ties. And the rabbi says, as long as you don't use it on a regular basis, feed it to animals, you can you can continue to use it without taking time. Why, why can a person do that? Like we said, so a person can bring it in unprocessed. Uh, so that the animal can eat it and, he, and he's and he's exempt from ties. So we don't know. So maybe over there, who knows? Maybe this is produce that doesn't need to be tied. Maybe produce does need to be tied. And even if it's produce that need to be tied, uh, 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 we have we have a doubt that we have a very strong possibility of a maybe that the that the chaver that the chaver took 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 uh, took the ties. He says the guy said so. Okay, so therefore we said therefore we defended it. So we can still say our original principle in the, in, in our mishnah. That what? That the suffix that the weasel ate it up is not enough to, to, to undo the, for sh- the certainty that we saw the weasel bring it in to the place, to the house. I have ain't suffering most of the day by the Again, you gotta tell me what? A doubtful solution can't solve a for sure problem. What time did we learn number Yehuda? Yehuda said, Once there was, there was a, 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 a female slave of a, of, a, of a violent Jewish man. He was oppressing everybody. Rimon, in a place called Rimon. She threw a, 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 a miscarried baby or uh, uh, into, a, into a pit. Now, the problem is like this. We have to know, uh, you know, that, that the women, when, they're, when, when they give birth, so they could, if it's a boy, they become tame, they become unclean for seven days, and, and they have clean blood for 33. Or if it's a girl, they're unclean for 14 days, and clean blood for 66 days. So that we, we, didn't, that we didn't know what, it, what the status is, uh, what the status is. So, of all Cohen, so a Cohen who was involved in the issue came to clarify the status. And he stood over the pit, and he, he peeked into the pit to know, he wanted to know if the, if the, if the stillborn or the, or the non-Bible child was male or female, so I'll know what the law is. Okay, but there was a different problem in Thailand. Now we have to know if he leaned over himself with his body, went over a corpse, he can become Tommy. So we have to know, and he didn't see anything. He leaned over, he didn't see anything. Forget about boy, we didn't see anything. So now we have to know, is he Tommy or not? So they, brought, they came in front of the rabbis, and they said that he is, he is clean. He's not considered Tommy. Why? Because in that particular place, a place where weasels and a bardless, another animal that, uh, that, uh, takes this, uh, that eats this flesh, is common. Well, okay, and they say for sure, they say, so they say well, on the basis of the fact that there's weasels and bardless there, we assume, we're going to assume that they uh, dragged away, the, if you didn't see the corpse, they, they dragged it away, and therefore the coin wasn't leaning over anything that would make him Tommy. Now, that was a case where for sure we know she threw a dead baby in there, and it's only a doubt whether these animals dragged it away. Maybe they didn't drag it away. They dragged it away. The coin saw nothing. We saw the girl throw a dead baby into it. We don't know if it maybe just didn't see it and it was there or it wasn't. 
Ahi shaita, so we're So we're in doubt. Maybe it dragged it away. Maybe it didn't. We don't know what happened. Maybe we don't know what's going on. But ka'ati safik Then you still want the doubt that maybe these animals dragged it away is still going to take us out of our problem of for sure, of a certainty that what that the dead baby was thrown into there. So you see, we're using a doubt against against the certainty. Gemara says lo teima sheitila nefilabor. No, so you have to don't you have to you can't learn in the brisa that she threw a dead baby into the into the pit. Ela eima sheitila kamin nefilabor. She threw something like a dead baby. We don't know if it maybe just a maybe just an amniotic sack or whatever it was full of air, like a sack full of air. We don't know if there was a baby in there or not. Okay, but every suffix was suffix. So it really was a doubt and a doubt. I said, we don't know. We don't, we don't even know if there was a baby in there. So I said, one second. But the Bryce said he was going to see if it was a boy or a girl. So clearly, it, was, it can't be a case we didn't know if there was a baby. He knew that because he says his only doubt was boy or girl. You see, it indicates that for sure there was a dead baby there. The Gemara says, no, that, that's what you have to read. He just wanted to know if it was air, a bag full of air, or if it was a baby. And if it turns out that, that on the side that it, was, that it really was a baby, that she threw down the lay day mizachar with the kavi. Then you have to. Then he's, then he's going to know if it's male or female. So therefore, again, I, you, you try to bring proof that we can use a doubtful solution, a maybe, to get out of for certain. For certain, the baby's there. Doubtful, maybe we dragged it away. No, it's a maybe and a maybe. Maybe there was a baby there. Maybe it wasn't. And maybe it dragged it away. That's good enough. I. But okay. So again, we, we maintain our position. Our Mishnah. It's for certain that chamit that we saw the weasel bring the chametz in, and not for certain that it ate it up. That it ate everything up. Another possibility to, to differentiate between the case of the of the dead baby in our case, okay, I could say the other way. The case of the dead baby was for sure and for sure. It's, you're, right, you're right, she threw for sure threw a dead baby there. And, but the only thing is, since these, these animals, the chud and the baris, that, that, that they're enormous, they drag these things away, they for sure drag the dead baby away to their lair, or whatever it's called, to their hole at that time. So it's for sure, for sure, for sure there's the dead baby. But, but here, the, no, the statistic here is not, uh, is not like most likely. It's absolutely certain that they dragged it away. And even though we said in our mission, you know, even even when 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 these animals grab things, they don't always gobble everything up. Okay, even though you're right, and our mission, we can't be sure that if the if the weasel took it in, maybe they maybe left something over, maybe they ate up, maybe left something over. But if, so over there, our our understanding of the nature of the weasel, whether it finishes or not, is not certain. But over here, okay, but over here, our understanding of their dragging away uh, characteristic, that's a certainty. Even though the certainty whether they gobble things up completely or not is not a certainty, we're not sure. That would, but not certainty, we're not sure. But we're for sure, there's absolute certainty that they dragged it away. Another language which really says the same thing. Even though we can't say for sure in a mission that they for sure ate it up, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. We do say that they for sure dragged it away to their hole, to the, where they stay. And therefore, therefore, there's no comparison. We maintain our position that ain't suffix a maybe solution cannot solve a sort of problem of certainty. One second. Now you did tell me in the Mishnah that once we clean the place, we don't. If we, as long as we didn't see it, we don't worry. Oh, maybe a weasel dragged something back into the place that we checked. Okay. Didn't we 
learn later in the Mishnayas. Masha Mishayer Yanichena Betzina. When after a person's finished checking, and he leaves, but he, pardon me, he, he, and it, but he leaves over some chametz for himself. He wants to eat it. He wants to eat it the next day. Yanichena Betzina. He has to. He has to leave it in a hidden place. Why? That it's guarded. Shleit Sarich Bedikachrav. She shouldn't have to check again. Okay. So what? Why, why, why is he afraid to check? It must be what that we're afraid that even if he didn't see it, we're afraid that the stuff he left over will be dragged by the will be dragged by the by the. Uh, but the the uh, the the fact that the weasel dragged it back into the place, so you see he has to hide the stuff that he checks. So you see, even when we didn't see it, we're worried that even if we didn't see the weasel drag it, we're gonna have to check again on the possibility that maybe it dragged it. Not like our mission. Amar Baya Baya says Lokasha. It's not a difficult we can't solve. Habar Basar. The mission over there. That sounds like we have to worry about the weasel doing things even if we didn't see it happen. It was Barbasa. I was talking on the 14th when there's not a lot of bread around. The Jews don't have it. There's not a lot of bread there. It's Erev Pesach. There's not bread. But our Mishnah, but the Mishnah, the Mishnah, uh, but our Mishnah, that's saying that we don't have to worry about what we didn't see, is talking on the 13th. Now, why is that? But on the 13th, when there's bread all around the house, that's the normal way. So the weasels are not worried. It's not going to grab things and hide it away. So when so our Mishnah, which is speaking about the 13th, what we didn't see, we don't have to worry about because the weasels are not themselves. The weasels are not worried. And therefore, they're not going to grab. If we didn't see them grab it, we don't have to worry that they grabbed it. But okay, but our boss, are, but the Mishnah over there that says, yeah, with the stuff that you leave over, you have to hide away. Talking on the fourteenth, there's not a lot of bread around, okay, and therefore in all the houses, and therefore what? Uh, we're, there we're, we have to be worried. Even if we didn't see it, we have to worry that the weasel was, was hiding things away because it doesn't have any, there's no bread around. If it's not, it's going to hide it away. I'm a robber. says, come on, what are you talking about? Is this a weasel, a prophet? What are you, what are you talking about? Is it a prophetess? Okay, he, is she a prophetess? Chula was a prophetess, by the way. The other, the Eidna in Arbasar, does the weasel know today's the 14th, and they're not going to bake until the, until the nighttime, and therefore it's, it's going to hold it over and, and worry about it, and that's what the mission was talking about. How, you, how do weasels know what's going on? El Arma Rabba Rabba says, you can't, that's not the answer. Ella, they have to say, why is it over there that later on you have to hide your stuff and we're worried about what you, the weasel, even if we didn't see the weasel take it? There's a Rabba, Masha Mashaya, okay, over there, and the it just means that what? That what you leave over, you should hide it away. What we're worried about is not that it'll take it and we didn't see it and we have to check even though we didn't see it. No, we're afraid that it's going to take it in front of us. It's a practicality. Hide it away so, we, so the Chulda shouldn't grab it in front of us and take it back into the, into the check place. We're going to have to check again. We're going to have to check it again. Tanya Kabasi, the Rav, we learned like Rav exactly the same thing. The problem is that we're not, not that we're afraid that something happened we didn't see. We're afraid that something, we're, something happened in front of us and it's going to make a hassle for us. Tanya Kabasi, the Rav, we learned just like Rav. If a person eats, eats chametz after he's checked, what should he do? How should he do, do it? Whoever he leaves over to eat, he should, he should put it away in a hidden place. So that, so, that the, so that the weasel won't come and take it in front of us. In other words, it was learned explicitly in the Brisa. And you have to check again. He said a similar thing, by the way. He said like this. He says, "Shemir No, it's the same. He said the same problem in a different way. Instead of saying, "Well, we're afraid if we don't hide it away." A weasel will come in, in front of us and we'll have to check again the other way. Let's say I'll, 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 I'll have left over 10 pieces. When I come back, I only find nine pieces that even if I didn't see the weasel take it, I'm going to have to check again because since I know I left 10 and I find nine, I know well, something, something's, been, something's been dragged away. I have to check again. But so therefore, we, we, therefore, we never said that you have to worry about what you didn't see happen. You only have to worry about what you do see happen uh, or, or the facsimile. When I leave 10 and find nine, it's like I saw it drag it away. Okay. 
Now we have uh, two, we're going to have to compare chametz to two very, very famous cases. And uh, I'm going to explain the first one outside and then we'll understand. We have a rule that, we have a rule that even though normally we follow a majority, we have a rule, kol kavua kamechza mechza zami. When the doubt is in a fixed place, so then even though there's a majority, we don't say it's a majority, it's like 50-50. So, so the classic case, which I'll just preempt, is like this. If I have a, I have a place where there's nine stores that sell meat that's shechted, and one store sells meat that's not shechted, nebela, which is forbidden to eat, and the guy went and he bought, and now he doesn't know which store he bought in, what do we do? So you think, say, well, look, since it was nine out of 10 was, was kosher ones, must be good, we don't say no. Since, the, since, the, since he took it from a fixed place, we don't call, we have to discuss that's why in other times we, 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 we don't call we don't call it a majority. We call it kol kavua kamezamesi. Any fixed fixed place where the doubt is from a fixed place, it's like 50-50, and therefore one he can't eat it because maybe it's 50-50 chance that it's not kosher. But if he found the meat in the street, it's going then and then we say, oh, listen, since nine out of ten stores in this city sell kosher meat, you can assume that it's kosher meat and it's kosher. So that's called you know, called the parish. Everything that was separated from the from the from the fixed place, it's already separate. It's already distance. Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, we say that it's separated from the majority. The majority was kosher ones, therefore it's kosher. So now to read it inside. So the Gemara says, Let's say nine piles of matzah and one of chametz. Only one was forbidden. And now a mouse came and he took from one of the piles. We don't know if the mouse took matzah or chametz. Okay, okay. Uh, 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 and now, what do we do? So, so this will be the classic case of nine stores, like we learned. Okay, Pirish, like we, like, like we just explained. Okay, and Pirish, and if 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 if, if some clump of this hummus came off from one of these piles, and we don't know from which pile it came, then the mouse came and took the part that was taken off one of these piles. Okay. And he took it, but it was safer. So that will follow the the end part of the brisa. Let's spell it out. It's not because we learned. Well, then we'll make the comparison. We learn If we have nine stores in a town, we have nine stores to all sell meat that shechted. One sells meat of animals that died without shechita. Okay, a person bought from one of them. He doesn't know which store he bought from. The doubt is forbidden. We don't say follow the majority because it's called, but it's called fixed. Like we said, and everything is fixed is fifty-fifty. But if we found a piece of meat outside of the stores, so then. What you follow the majority, like we said. Why? Because everything called the parish, move parish, anything that's separated, separated from the majority. The same thing with chametz. When the mouse took from one of the standing piles, we know from which pile he took. So therefore, what we say, what we don't follow the majority, we say it's kavua and it's fifty-fifty, and you're going to have to go and check again because check again where the mouse took it. I will impirshu, but if it, but it, but let's say a piece if it came off, and then the mouse took it and ran into ran into the place. We don't have to we don't have to go check again. Why? Because since it was separate, then we since it's Separated, separated from the majority. What he took, we assume, was 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 matzah and not chametz. And I hope I didn't say it back. Is right. Nine of nine of matzah and well, only one of chametz. Right. Okay. Now we have one more that's a similar a similar point. We have a rule we're going to see called uh, uh, we, we, that, I, that I'm allowed to make an assumption. I have a doubt about what took place. I'm allowed to make an assumption that what happened was the positive thing. So we're going to compare the same thing. We'll see in one second. We have, let's say we have two piles. One of chametz and one of, one of matzah and one of chametz. So and in front of them two houses. And one house is checked and one is not. And then two mice came. One mouse took matzah and one mouse took chametz. And then they, and what, and they, they each one went into one of the houses. 
houses. Okay, and we don't know which one went into which. We don't know if the chametz mouse went into the chametz house or if the chametz mouse went into the to the matzah house. We don't you know, to the checked house. We don't we don't, we don't know if the we don't know if the chametz mouse went into the checked house or the unchecked house. We don't know if the matzah mouse went into the checked house or to the unchecked house. So what's what's going to be the rule? It's going to okay. The answer is okay. Hainu okay shnei kupos. This will follow the rule of two containers. Let's take a look. The Tanam we learned shnei kupos. You had two containers, two boxes of produce. One of them is mundane produce, and one of them is truma, which is only which is forbidden to anybody who's not a kohen. With the name shnei sar, we have two measures, two saw measures in front of them. One contains mundane produce, and one contains truma. But and these fell into these. Okay, now I got a problem. If the if the if the if the if the truma measure fell into the mundane box, that's going to be forbidden to to non kohanim. If there's not enough to, to nullify it, but I don't know. So did the truma fall into the truma box and everything is fine? The truma box was always good for kohanim, remains good, and the mundane box remains good because because the mundane fell into it, or the opposite of the mundane box is not forbidden to people who aren't kohanim. The answer is mutarin. They're permissible. We're allowed to eat the box. That what that we consider mundane remains mundane. Why? Shani Omer, because I say we make this assumption. We assume that the mundane measure fell into the mundane box. And the truma fell into the truma box. My incredible. So we'll say the same thing over here. They we're gonna say what? We're gonna say that the that the matzah mouse went into the went, went into the checked house, and the chametz mouse went into the unchecked house, and everything remains the same status quo. I says, get out of here. How can you say such a thing? Can I make, say that I make an assumption? That's only one. That was only a case where the truma in the truma box was truma rabbinic truma. That's from this time when truma is not a Torah obligation. It's only rabbinic. So in the rabbinic, when, when the truma, the whole problem was only rabbinic. The rabbis allowed us to make the assumption that everything fell into the right box and everything is fine. The rice me, I mean, do we ever say because I say you make such an assumption by a Torah prohibition over here? He's over here. Chometz is a Torah prohibition, not a, not a rabbinic prohibition. Must just go slow down. After we're talking about the obligation to check a house, not eating chametz. He says, is, you have to check your house according to the Torah. It's only a rabbinic obligation to check your house. The obligation to check house is only rabbinic. Because for the Torah, all you have to do is nullify it. And like we learned, you don't have to go check your house. And therefore, since the check, since we're talking about, do I have to check the house again? That question, that's a rabbinic question. So just like, by the, just like when I had a, a box of, of truma of the rabbis, and there's a question of what fell into what, I assume everything fell into the right box. Also over here, I assume that the right mouse went into the right, right house because the problem of checking is only rabbinic. And that's a daf. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Sure.